Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks, and we certainly hope this this message is finding you well and uh, out there serving God. We're honored that you take the opportunity to listen to us this morning. Just remember, if there's ever anything we can do to help, find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page and drop us a message. We'll make sure we get back to you as soon as we can. Just by way of updates, I quickly wanted to let you know that the world premiere the world premiere of the Helpful Wounded Spirits TV show is on May 29th. It's going to be at Morningside Baptist Church in Greenville, South Carolina at 5 p.m. or 1700 hours. We're going to be live streaming that. So uh, you may want to put that on your calendar. If you're close by, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you come in and watch that episode with us. It'll, it'll be a real exciting time. Get to meet the producers and things of that nature. And uh, with me, as always, is my friend and, and you know, co-star here on the Helpful Wounded Spirits TV show, uh, Stephanie. So, Stephanie, are you excited about this premiere? I am, yes. I won't be there, obviously, but I'm. it's been a year, so I'm I'm very excited to see it finally being able to be launched. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in that same place. Uh, I think I'm in that same place. I'm really excited about it being launched. I think it's going to be a blessing to many of you. I think it's going to be a blessing to many of you listening who are overseas. You don't get a lot of opportunity to have English speaking curriculum or, uh, you know, lessons on, on the Bible and stuff. So we're excited about that opportunity. And we know right away, we're going to put them on our website. Uh, where once we get them all together, we are going to ship them off to, uh, uh, some of the Christian networks along with Amazon prime to try to put them out there. So pray for us in that area, but at least initially after May 29th, all the lessons should be found on, uh, wounded spirits.com. So, or, or or whatever you type in, that should come up to the same one. So we're excited about that opportunity. Now we've been talking every Every podcast now, Stephanie, we're trying to introduce a characteristic of PTSD. We evolved from you might be a knucklehead. Then we thought that was bad for a while. We went, you might be right with God. Then we thought we needed knucklehead again. We went back to that. Anyway, to make a long story short, we had three or four iterations of being a knucklehead, being right with God. And we got to this place where, you know, it's just pain became painfully uh, aware in my mind. There was awareness that, boy, we're dealing with people with PTSD. So every day, people with hurting hearts, some of you may not have PTSD. Some of you may be helping people, but we want to introduce a characteristic every day of PTSD and a little bit about what the Bible has to say about that. And one of the big ones, and we talk about this, we're going to have a whole study, and, and I know we're stumbling across some of the same stuff we covered already, and that's okay. We're going to be doing that. We're probably going to hit things a hundred times uh, every couple of years. Who knows? But one of the big things, Stephanie, is dealing with somebody who's a narcissist, who's hurting them physically, mentally, whatever the case may be. 
And uh, we've talked about that so many times. And Stephanie is a yawning machine. I want you guys to know. I'm you gotta, sorry. You got to hear it's, some it's, yawning. She. We need to add more caffeine to her. But uh, we're, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not supposed to do caffeine. So. So she's. We we heard a few yawns yesterday, and she's giving us a couple sorry. more today. There. Yeah. yeah. They're actually making me yawn a little bit. So if you hear this me yawning, this is yawn, reality. This is you know. This is life. This is what it looks this like. Is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So as we deal with these people, now remember, as we're dealing with narcissists, and we recommend you get away from them. If you're married to one, we recommend biblical consulate immediately. But you never accept abuse. Accepting abuse is not God's will for your life. And um, But, uh, uh, you know, the Bible, one of the verses we haven't hit before, but I think it's really good. I found this the other day. It said, you shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or thistles? So are these people who are hurting you, are they the type of people that are gathering good things, food, things, uh, or are they gathering thorns and thistles? Are they putting things together in their life that hurt? It literally hurts to be around some of these people. And, uh, and, and if the answer is yes to that, then you're dealing with somebody with narcissism and, and they need to get right with God. A verse that we have used in reference to people who aren't right is over in second Timothy three, those first seven verses well known. We've talked about them probably three weeks ago, but it says this know also that in last days, perilous times shall come and we're in last days and for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to their parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent fears, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. We did a whole lesson on this in last week's podcast, Stephanie, two weeks ago, and it said, for of this sort, they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers' lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. So as we look at these things, these are all qualities of people that are out there hurting folks. This form of godliness, we see them. And some of these people, they disguise this, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. as a, an ultra godliness, you know, well, I'm doing this and you have to deal with this because this is all godly. And, you know, uh, love can, is the, is the answer to all this and God's love, just forgive it, move on. And Stephanie as somebody who's been hurt very badly by narcissism in her life. And you look at these things and, and, and I know we did a whole session on this two weeks ago and I'm not sure why God had me come back around, double back on this. Uh, but we want to help people like that verse seven said to be able to come to the knowledge of truth. How does one come to the knowledge of truth here? Well, I really think it's, you have to be willing to first of all, acknowledge um, that what you're dealing with is what it is. Um, And by that, I mean um, just personal example. I'll never forget um, looking back on when, when, what it's been over three years ago now, which is hard to believe. But um, when you first came and we started, and you started working with me, and I remember, um, I remember looking back. I don't think I was terrified to talk to you as much because of what had happened with Charles. It was all the other junk that terrified me, and I'll never forget when you started digging because you could tell something was very off, other than Charles' death. And I'll never forget when you looked at me and said, that's abuse. You have been being abused. And I got very flustered. I don't know if I showed it on the outside, but internally I was like, 
no way in the world. Mm. And that was very hard. It's very hard to, first of all, come to that point of acknowledging, calling it what it is. Yeah. And part of that is because of the gaslighting and the love bombing and the manipulation tactics that have been used on you, um, where you are left, you become your own enemy. Once you're brainwashed, you then become your own enemy. And understand that that is satanic. Um, We need to call it what it is. It is devilish. Narcissism is simply someone giving the devil free reign in their life to run, you know, to run with them to destroy other people. That's what a narcissist is. And so coming to that point was very hard for me. It took me a long time to come to the point and God had to do some really drastic things. He had to reveal some really heinous stuff that I wasn't going and looking for. God had to put it right in front of my face for me to see this is what is going on. And that's the massive first step that has to be taken if you are to begin the process of putting up the boundaries, of separating from, doing whatever you have to do. Because it's not, it's not yes, it, our physical safety is involved. Our mental, emotional, all stability in all realms of life, that's all involved. But the biggest part of the picture is this. Satan will do whatever he can do to keep you from accomplishing the purpose God created you to do. So God's given each of us a calling. We're called with a holy calling, each of us as God's children. And Satan will use another human. They're not the principality. They're not the power. But if they don't, if they let God, if they let Satan use them, they become a conduit of that principality or power that is out to destroy your life and destroy the calling God has put on your life. And so understanding that that's the big picture. Yeah. You're not, you're not setting up boundaries to be selfish. You're not separating from evil or from, and I'm just going to use the term that a lot of Christians hate, but toxic people, because why don't we call it? I mean, it is poisonous. So why, why are we afraid? It's ironic to me, the Christians that hate that term too, but all that to say, you're not doing those things to be selfish. You're doing those things because God's put a calling on your life. Did Jesus hang out with the Pharisees? Did he, did he just constantly just let them know he rebuked them? He stood up to them. He put boundaries and he set an example for us. Was he mean? Was he cruel to them? No, but he called them out for what they were. And he did not have, you know, he didn't, have constant contact with them when he had contact with them there was always sand a sandpaper feeling involved things were not hunky-dory he was not a rug that they could just walk all over yeah and there's a difference in our christian circles we've created this it's a false christ in all reality where jesus being meek and lowly meant that he was a wimp Mm. and jesus was not That's right. He called sin out for what it was. And if we would start calling out whatever term you want to give it, narcissism, this, this satanic devilish behavior, if we would call it out for what it is, well, maybe God would actually be able to work because we hinder him when we become a part of sin by condoning it or indulging its behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is all very important. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just reminded me as Stephanie was talking and we're going to move back into the Bible. I know we did a whole podcast on this, but uh, it reminded me of during the Holy Week, I took a look. Now we wrote a song, Stephanie and I wrote a song, uh, 
Holy Hill. The Holy Hill. Yeah. And, you know, what happened on that cross. But we forget sometimes what happened the Holy Week, as people call it. The, You know, the Lord getting to Jerusalem. He just didn't lay around and wait to die. I mean, he ministered to people. Nope. He flipped tables over. He, I mean, he, he yep. was God. He was, on the, he was on the job. He was leading people to the Lord. He's, you know, having prayer in the upper room. He's washing people's feet. I mean, God was on the job. And we have yep. that same responsibility, that same inerrant thing that we keep on. So, and, and folks, we find ourselves, now we're over in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16. We find ourselves in verse number 23. And it's always weird how sometimes these things go together, you know, introducing a characteristic and then going on to our Bible study here. It says, the heart of the wise teaches his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. Pleasant words, pleasant words. Again, kindness, being kind, mm-hmm. doing the right. You know, over and over again, Stephanie, where, you know, maybe this is for me. You know, I need to be more pleasant with my words. I, I need to be more thoughtful. I need to be a sweeter human being. But that's what it keeps talking about and how if we're going to serve God, if we're going to make difference, Boy, we better take heed to what God's saying to us here. And uh, we better be pleasant and kind. I mean, Stephanie, seeing this, it just, it sets the way our life should look at the way we should act, the way we should speak. I mean, aren't you seeing that here? Yeah, well, and I'm seeing the power. Um, <laughs> when When we say that verbal abuse has no physical ramifications, God's word right here says it does. Yeah, because it says that good words, words that are edifying, building up, full of love. It doesn't just say they're sweet to the soul. It says they're health to the bones. And speaking from personal experience, verbal abuse mm. destroys you physically. Yeah, it, it, does. it the the amount of stress it sucks life out of you too, man. It literally does. Yep. It does. It sucks life right out of you. And, and, and you know what I did, Stephanie, I'm a space shot, you know that. And I've talked about being a, a, you know, an earthbound astronaut here. My mind's in space sometimes, (laughs) but I missed 23 and it says the heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. It's, it's weird how we go backwards here, but I think this works in this context. Uh, you know, the, you, we got to teach our mouth to say and do the right thing. I mean, our wisdom shown with how we speak exactly what Stephanie was just saying, what you were just saying, Stephanie, I think it is exactly what we're talking about here in 23. And, you know, and we're continually learning, you know, with the second part of that verse, we're continually, that's why we're together talking right now. That's why we're together as a community on this podcast or, or this, uh, broadcast. I got to remember it's on the radio as much as it's podcast, but, is we want to add learning to our lips. We want to grow. We want education. And, uh, you know, wisdom is shown by a heart and mind that's continually learning. And I, I think about that, Stephanie, and, and I say that sentence like this. I'm a different human being with my speech and actions and all that uh, five minutes after I get done reading the Bible than I am five minutes before I read the Bible that day. It's a continuous process. And I believe God continues to stack those things together. I mean, don't we think that, that God's using, you know, his word doesn't return void. He's using his word to penetrate our hearts, to make a difference. I mean, don't you see that? Yes. No, that, and that's the whole point of his word. And that's the whole point, you know, of being in church, of spending time with other believers. Um, because that's, 
you know, in this context of this verse, if we're not, if we're around people that are constantly throwing toxic words at us, that's going to have the opposite of it. You know, this verse just states some facts here. And the opposite will be true of what this verse says. The opposite will be true if you're around the words yeah. that are toxic, that are cynical, that are full of it, and it does depression affect, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and it does affect families. It does affect lives. Mm-hmm. It does affect, you know, that this has uh, on a good side. I want to talk about this from a positive side because I think this is really important to do that is this whole idea behind this kindness and uh, you know, uh, being like a honeycomb, this whole idea that, you know, that learning adds that makes you a better person. I mean, it continually, it changes families. It changes lives. Mm. It, it makes people happy. It makes you live a happier life. And brethren, I can't say to you, I know so many more people that are on a negative scale than the happy side of a scale. And, but God can change that brethren. God can change that. Mm. And look at verse 25. It says, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And so we know that we, we've heard this verse in our lives. Probably every one of us who's, who's mm. been in church and been saved more than a little while has heard this verse quoted. Um, and the, and the idea that, you know, there's certain people that, that walk on a path of life, I think that are walking down the wrong path and they know it's wrong. And, and it seems yeah. right to them because they don't have the word of God because they don't have the Holy spirit of God in their heart. Or, and I think people can be saved Stephanie and can go down that wrong road. I think, I think people can be malicious and, and, and really work for the devil. I mean, there's no other way to say that. You know, yeah. um, I think people can do that, uh, but the way of their speech, the way, the thing that comes out of all that, the end of all that is death. So, so again, we, we talk about this choice, every podcast, but it's real. And here it's something where, you know, I don't care who you are. If you're, if you're walking on the wrong path and you know, it's wrong, you got to stop and you got to get on that right path because it's seeming right because the world uh, trains through TV, through books, through all these crazy things. But there's only one right way, and that's the way of Christ, Stephanie. Yeah. It's dead odd. Sorry, you caught me yawning again. I can't help it. Mid-yawn right there, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the joys of my life this week. Um, no, you're dead on. And when I think about the fact that it says um, – the way that seemeth right unto a man. So in other words, it's been cloaked. It's it's Satan is a master of disguise. He's a master at making something look and look what he did with Eve at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And um, how that was all sugar coated to put it that way, to put it in a way that's really easy to understand to make it look so wonderful and disobeying God's going to be the best thing for you to do. And she truly was deceived because the Bible tells us that, that Eve was deceived. And that's what I see happening here. And this is such a strong warning to understand. It may seem right. It may appear right to you, but run it by God. Run that way, that path, that decision by God. Because God's way is going to lead to life the way that seems to be good to you. It says the end thereof are the ways of death. 
doesn't say, oh, it's not always death itself. Sometimes it is, but it maybe leads to a life that's worthless. It maybe leads to a life that's got so much baggage and trauma and scars that could have been avoided if you had taken the path that God had laid out for your life. And and friends, maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe, you know, maybe today, maybe this day is all about taking a step off that path or turn around and get on that right path as Stephanie yawns. She's music to us in the background. I'm so sorry. I need With to a, start muting it. Man. This is, is my body. It's not happy today. Well, <laughs> and, and for those of you who don't keep up on Facebook with uh, Stephanie or I and, and her page, Praying for Stephanie Wesco, Stephanie had a, uh, a medical situation the other day that was extremely painful. She had to deal with that. And of course the medicine that came with that, the morphine and everything to help her feel better. She was just in terrible, terrible pain. She's doing better, but that messes you up for a couple of days. I mean, when you're in that kind of pain, even once God, you know, does it's a workout. It, it is. It, it just takes, <laughs> it, it takes everything from you. And uh, so folks, we forgive her with that. But as, as we wrap up this particular podcast, remember your words, make them pleasant, remember, you know, pleasant words. It's it's health. It's sweet to your soul. It's healthy, your bones, uh, get off that road. That's not right. Get off that path. That's taking you the wrong way. You know, if you're on the wrong path, just stop it. Just stop Mm. it. Make things better. Your relationships, your marriages, your family, your kids. I don't know what it is. Just make it better. Get on that path. That's, uh, the end is God. Get on the path that the, mm. uh, where things are going good. And we we started off, Stephanie. We were talking about uh, really, you know, these people, these narcissists, and how they hurt us. And this is the second time in two weeks. And the reason we did it two times in a couple weeks or three weeks apart, I guess, is just that we deal with this so much. This is like a daily, yeah. a daily thing that we're trying to help people and. And, and, and then there's them in Titus one sixteen. they profess that they know God, but in their works, they deny him being abominable mm-hmm. and disobedient and unto every good work, a reprobate. And, and folks, if you see that you need to separate from those people, you need to uh, exit stage, right? And just head toward God. If you're married to someone like this, get biblical counseling, get, get into church, talk to your pastor, get these things fixed. And, and folks, if you're that person, if you're that person that has a form of godliness, you're not serving God. And if you're that person, do whatever it takes. Get right today. Do it right there. Call mm-hmm. your pastor. Uh, ask God to help you through this. He will get on that right path. Be sweet. Be that honeycomb out there. Make a difference in people's lives. We sure do love you. Make sure you mm-hmm. find us if you need us on Help the Wounded Spirits. And, uh, and come on back tomorrow and share this podcast with your friend if you have an opportunity. Uh, thank you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, 
and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.